0: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to be talking about one of those things that we absolutely have to have and have to understand to be successful in life, and that's money, wealth, all of these various terms. And we're going to talk about the differences between how men think and how women think because it is different and, and each has their own views on it. And it's gonna be such a fascinating discussion today. So please join me in welcoming Katherine Erickson to our program today. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, Deb.
1: It's so great to be here.
0: Great, great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So from stressed out attorney to best-selling author, from victim to victor, from money angst to empowered wealth, Katherine Erickson is the Women's Spiritual Money Coach. Through her online classes to her Empowered Money Map courses, Catherine helps women raise their awareness about fearful scarcity and teaches how to create a peaceful relationship with money and wealth. A certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, Catherine infuses spiritual truths in her speaking, writing, and teaching. Her latest book, The Money Tree, Transforms Scarcity Thinking to Empowered Wealth Consciousness, is a spiritual parable designed as a lesson plan for anyone with a troubled relationship with money. And let's be real, that's all of us, right? Please join us as we talk about how we can help women raise their wealth consciousness, heal their money wounds, and transform the world. So again, Catherine, welcome. Welcome.
1: Oh, thank you, Deb. This is gonna be so much fun. I love your energy.
0: It is. you know it's it's we are gonna have so much fun. and and it's funny, you know, we were chatting before the program. I when we moved here from Denver, I had someone you know who was listening to my program here in Atlanta, and he said, "I love what you talk about." But darling, y'all gotta slow down.
2: <laughs>
0: but you know that's that is part of this whole discussion is our energy and what we bring to the process of thinking about money and wealth and abundance and and all of those things. So, you know, one of the things that that I always like to start with is finding out more about my guests. So tell us how it is that you went from being that stressed out (laughs) attorney to where you are now and how you discovered that this truly is your passion in life.
1: Yes, thank you. Well, as you can guess, it's a journey. It didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So the short version is that I went to law school Mm -hmm. because my father was a lawyer and I have a twin brother and he also went to law school, mm-hmm. and I was at a crossroads and decided, yeah, yeah okay, why not? Family <laughs> legacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's great, mm-hmm. but then you're in the middle of it going, why did I do this again? <laughs> <laughs> but I graduated, passed mm-hmm. the bar, yay, um, started practicing, and I enjoyed it, but it never felt natural. Mm-hmm. It never fulfilled me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it meeting my clients and helping them with their problems, but there was always something missing.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it wasn't until I hit the wall Mm -hmm. of infertility Mm -hmm. that I really took a step back and looked Mm -hmm. at my life. Mm -hmm. And I realized a lot of the stress of being a litigator probably contributed to that. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those moments when you hit in your late thirties that you just, okay, Mm -hmm. I have to change. I have to do something Mm -hmm. different. And through that process of looking inward Mm -hmm. and really discovering who I was, that's how I kind of came to be where I am right now. Mm -hmm. Fast forward so many years.
0: (laughs) I love it. And, you know, it's, it is, you know, we've all had those journeys and I love that you actually went, huh, We need to change um, because so many times we don't, and, and, you know, I don't care if it's men or women, we just keep plodding along and plodding along for so many reasons, Um, you know, and, and it's, it's like they say, you know, we're, we're not going to, it's not going to say on our tombstones, you know, I wish I'd worked longer, (laughs) maybe for one or two, but yeah, you know, it's, it is about having that abundance in your life, having that joy. And of course, a big portion of that is coming to terms with money and what it means to you. And and so I love that that's what you talk about.
1: Right, and I, thank you, Deb. So I have a quick story to share. Mm-hmm. When you're at those crossroads mm-hmm. and you know what they are, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's been, been through that. Right. When you just say, what am I doing? Is mm-hmm. this what I want to continue doing mm-hmm. with my life and with my time and mm-hmm. energy? And for me, that infertility journey was... The, the wall mm-hmm. was what I had to dissolve, mm-hmm. basically, you know, and I, <laughs> it was when I became clear on what I really wanted,
2: mm-hmm. that I
1: moved through that wall. And it just, it happened in a funny way, we were um, living in a small town, some neighbors of ours decided to buy motorcycles. Mm-hmm and i had ridden dirt bikes when i was a kid mm-hmm. i grew up as a tomboy so and that you was we had kinda... a twin brother mm-hmm. exactly that was very natural for me mm-hmm. so we bought a harley
0: oh <laughs> started... boy when you dove in you dove in
1: yes and so uh this group of people we got to know that we used to ride with oh we want to go to sturgis come on let's go and mm-hmm. you know my husband is also an attorney
2: mm-hmm.
1: he put me through law school and then i put him through yeah. law school so mm-hmm. that was Six years of a lot of fun, mm-hmm.
0: but a good partnership to be able to <laughs> do a
1: that. great partnership. And he I always say he got it easy because he went to the same law school, had similar professors and oh.
0: all my outline. <laughs> <laughs> he had some notes there. We won't say tests yeah. or anything like yeah. that. No, no, no.
1: Right. <laughs> right. But anyway, getting back to the Harley story. So we decided, OK, we'll go to Sturgis. Mm-hmm. And that was we the trip started the day after I learned that the last IBF treatment didn't work mm-hmm. so the timing couldn't have been better mm-hmm. because I had to grieve mm-hmm. there's a grieving process right. of letting oh, yes. that go mm-hmm. and then I had to decide well what do I want mm-hmm. what is it I'm really striving for mm-hmm. And I found that clarity sitting on the back of that mm-hmm. motorcycle mm-hmm. <laughs> going through West Texas. Mm-hmm. And this was before Bluetooth. I couldn't talk to him except mm-hmm. yelling his ear as we we're right. going. It was all in your highway. head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was sitting on the back of that motorcycle going over everything that I came to my clarity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it wasn't, I realized I didn't want to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. What I really wanted was to be a mom. Mm. And that totally changed everything. Right. And mm-hmm. so at the next rest stop, I told him that. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, why don't we just adopt? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I mean, you know, and it just became like, yes, okay, that's mm-hmm. it. So we came back from that trip, mm-hmm. investigated some different agencies. And lo and behold, less than nine months later, I'm holding my daughter in my mm-hmm. arms, two days old. Oh, my. And the reason why I tell that story Mm -hmm. is because I realized I was trying to control the outcome Mm -hmm. through the science, through Mm -hmm. the infertility, through this, Mm -hmm. through that. And it wasn't until I opened up and said, um, please come in, Mm -hmm. you know, to God, higher power, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, please come in and I'll let you take over. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That my life just totally changed Mm -hmm. in a radical way. And I started seeing besides the adoption, of course, becoming a mom, I started to see all the other parts of my life that I was trying to control. Mm-hmm. And I realized, especially with money, that we don't control money. Money's mm-hmm. just a tool, it's an right. energy, mm-hmm. and it responds to who we are. Mm-hmm. So if we're controlling, if we're grasping, if we're saying, um, you know, money, do this, do that, commanding, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Right. Especially for women. Mm hmm. And so that's when I started um, really looking into that and studying energy and studying uh, different um, aspects of who we are with money. And that's really what led me here today.
0: Right, right. You know, and uh, women tend to think more with our hearts and men think with their heads. Um, that's why it's, it's a, a good partnership, um, you know, but the problem is a lot of times I, and you know, many times we as women think we can't do that. Um, you know, we have to be thinking with our heads. We have to, to be planning ahead. We have to be doing all of this stuff. And it, it, that's not to say we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you know? We should be investing. We should be doing those things. But we do it for different reasons. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, and that's a good segue into this next topic, mm-hmm. which is I looked around and realized that the financial system that we exist and operate in today—and mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Western
2: world—right, mm-hmm.
1: it was built by men. Correct. Yes, and it it shows their strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, men are much more. Um, and again, these are general comments,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm not bashing men and up. Uh, upholding women, mm-hmm. what I want everyone to hear when I speak mm-hmm. is that we need both energies. Right, right. Even if it's
0: just our, yeah, we need to be thinking both ways. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And so money
1: um, has both sides. Mm-hmm. It has yin and yang. It mm-hmm. has ma- masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. But this financial system we're in, you know, to budget and to um, structure and mm-hmm. to, you know, not spend except when, mm-hmm. you know, all that bup, up, up. Um, That's more masculine in nature. Mm -hmm. And women tend to forget or ignore or dismiss when they have a more intuitive hit, Mm -hmm. when they feel or know inside that that particular money move is the best for them, Mm -hmm. but they can't support it Mm -hmm. with data.
0: Right. They can't give an object. Just saying, well, I like that company. You know, your financial advisor or whoever is going to go, um, yeah, sure. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. So that's, that's what I want women to hear and to know and to trust Mm -hmm. that there is value Mm -hmm. in the intuitive hit. There is value in being aware of the nuances Mm -hmm. that perhaps men don't pick up on. Right. Because that's what we're good Mm -hmm. at. That's what women Mm -hmm. are good at. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Investing would be a great example. You know, a, a man is going to look at the bottom line, what you know, their their the PLs, what their history has been, all of those various things. And a woman is going to go, yeah, but they're they're thinking about the environment. They're hiring a diverse workforce and they've got a diverse board, you know, all of these various things, which when you combine those two, really does make for a successful company.
1: Yes, exactly. And so I know when I was practicing law, um, especially at the time I was doing it, I was usually the only woman in the room, mm-hmm. and especially in litigation, right? It's just very stressful, right? And mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of factors you can't control. There's a lot is- of
0: testosterone that goes on in those meetings. <laughs>
1: I mean, we've all seen the prog- the TV programs, right? Well, of course, television isn't real life. but And, and the testosterone
0: say, level is, you know, obviously elevated for the drama factor. But yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right.
1: And, you know, you learn to deal with that. And, mm-hmm. and law is not the only profession where that's true for mm-hmm. women. You know, the corporate world, a lot of times for women, um, you feel that same way. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many meetings I sat in mm-hmm. where I would suggest something but couldn't hold it up Mm -hmm. couldn't support it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the men are like oh well
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah 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 This Mm -hmm.
1: instead yeah and it's not you know it's it's easy to take that as a personal affront Mm -hmm. or an insult Mm -hmm. but it really comes down to the way men and women Mm -hmm. process information and so I um kind of have studied that I'm not an expert on it Mm -hmm. but men tend to look at the systems at the processes they're Mm -hmm. um They tend to look at A to B to C Mm -hmm. to D, okay? And women um, have a much broader context Mm -hmm. and connect things perhaps from a past project Mm -hmm. that has a relationship to the current one, Mm -hmm. but in a different way. Right. So um, there's a a woman that I've been reading. Her name is Barbara Annis, A-N-N-I-S. And she wrote a book called Same Words, Different Language, Mm -hmm. And so she studied how men and women operate Mm -hmm. and how they speak differently and how they hear differently. Mm -hmm. And one quick example that she uses in the book is that um, she'll ask men in the audience, Mm -hmm. okay, when you enter a room about to join a meeting, Mm -hmm. what's the first thing you do? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the men would say, well, I'll just sit down and take the empty chair. Find the open seat. Mm -hmm. That's the process. Mm -hmm. For women, when they're asked that same question, they say they notice the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. They kind of test the energy in the mm-hmm. room. They notice the
0: body posture, mm-hmm. body language. Does that person want me to sit next to them?
2: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. In women's brains, they've shown this through MRIs and all kinds mm-hmm. of sophisticated testing. Women's brains are constantly making those kinds of connections. Mm-hmm. Right. Great. Men are more in the left side, left mm-hmm. analytical, logical, or the right side, which is more spatial awareness mm-hmm. and context. They're either one or the other. Mm-hmm. Women are zooming back and forth in between both. Right. And so when a woman brings that awareness mm-hmm. and speaks up at a meeting to a bunch of men, they're not going to hear it. Right. Yeah. Because it's it's almost like it's a foreign language to them. Exactly. Exactly. So. Knowing that you can couch your words in more systematic process mm-hmm. ways, even though the woman has already figured out, mm-hmm. okay, this is what's really going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: So to me, that's an important point. Mm-hmm. And it also comes back to money. Mm-hmm. The same thing, investing, you just brought mm-hmm. that up. Um, another thing would be if um, for an entrepreneur, or female entrepreneur, it. If she's stuck in her money shadows, Mm -hmm. okay, in the belief that she doesn't know what she's doing, or she made a mistake in the past, Mm -hmm. um, she may not make an investment in her company that she really needs to, and she knows she needs to, Mm -hmm. but she talks herself out of it. Right. So there's all kinds of nuances with this. Mm -hmm. And my mission is to help women (laughs) raise that awareness, Mm -hmm. raise that wealth consciousness, So they trust themselves Mm -hmm. and then move forward.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. We, as you said, we pass up so many opportunities because that little voice in our, our head says, no, you shouldn't do that. Um, You know, and, and. And it really is such a limiting factor, you know. And and, and we we see that all the time with people, um, you know. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And of course, you know, we're, we're all the real good armchair quarterbacks. And and especially Monday morning, you know, we can look back at it and go, oh yeah, you know. Um, and but it's it really is, you know. I in many ways we were brought up almost to doubt ourselves as as yes. women, um, yes. you know. And and it's not. Certainly, it's not anything deliberate, Um, you know, and and we've talked about this on the program before where, you know, we might be told, is that really what you want to study? Girls don't study science. And it's, it's not that that teacher... Was wanting to harm that that young girl. She was wanting to protect her, um, you know. And and but yeah, I mean those and and then of course that little voice got stuck in there, you know, seven years old and continues, um, you know. And and same thing with with parents, you know. Do you really want to go out for the football team? <laughs> you know? And you know all of those various things. It's it's a natural thing for people to want to protect, but what they're doing in the long run is is harming.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I saw that firsthand. Um, My parents, oh, bless their hearts. You know, we were the youngest. Mm -hmm. I had older brothers. Um, There was a lot. Oh, no. Were you the only girl? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, that was fine. We kind of kept ourselves entertained. Mm -hmm. But as we grew older, there were different sets of standards for him than there were for me. Mm Um, and looking back, and this is said with pure love, mm-hmm. it's just the way it was, Right. you know, mm-hmm. that, that was their paradigm. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was how they believed mm-hmm. they should raise mm-hmm. their children, but he was encouraged to do mm-hmm. things, right? He was encouraged mm-hmm. to, you know, get, be active. Mm-hmm. And I was encouraged to read and play with, you know, play with dolls your dolls and, um, look good. Mm-hmm. Looking good was a big Don't thing. get sweaty.
0: Don't get dirty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So and you know that's fine because I did both, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know I didn't let that stop me. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting the whole male versus female mm-hmm. paradigm and energies. But mm-hmm. now that you, I'm an adult, now that you're an adult,
2: mm-hmm. you can look
1: at it and say, okay, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that anymore, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And for me, my biggest revelation was that I can be creative. Mm-hmm. I can say these things that I'm mm-hmm. telling you now and share these ideas. And it's great. Mm-hmm. It's outside that very classic traditional paradigm, mm-hmm. but so what?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, so, and I can and, write books. Right. You, you can do all those things that good little girls don't. Right. Right. And the whole pleasing, girls
1: are raised to be pleasers. Mm-hmm. Right. And to be nurturers mm-hmm. and to be helpers. And, mm-hmm.
0: you know, all that's fine, but mm-hmm. we have so much more to offer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's interesting to see now. How millennial women are because they are so different, and and you know and, and you know, every time I turn around, people go, "Ew, millennials." I'm sorry, you know. First of all, you raise them, <laughs> you know. But in so many ways, we you know each generation wants to better the the next one, and so I think what our generation as baby boomers learned was, you know, we had to empower. Our our little girls, um, you know, and at the same point, encourage little boys on their feminine tendencies, Um, you know, because as we said, you know, it's this combination of those thinking um, methodologies that really is what's going to help us be successful.
1: Yes, exactly. And I'm with you. I love millennials. I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by them.
0: Oh, my gosh. I have interviewed some of the coolest ones, and they're probably, some of them are, what's what's after that, Y, Z, X, whatever they are, right. who right. are incredibly successful and aren't old enough to drink. <laughs> Oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's it's it's
1: amazing mm-hmm. so there's for me there's a lot of hope <laughs> mm-hmm. right um in these uh, you know next generations mm-hmm. but what i've discovered especially with millennial women
2: mm-hmm.
1: is they don't know how to be with money right mm-hmm. and i've had so they didn't morning- have
0: someone able to teach them
1: yeah but they're open and they're receptive right. and they're searching for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I've had several millennial clients who are just, um, oh, they're like a sponge. They just absorb mm-hmm. what I teach or what I've mm-hmm. written because they've been searching for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They've been searching for that, that kind of inner urge mm-hmm. to satisfy and to become more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not in the way the world says, but mm-hmm. in the way it feels good to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's true with money.
0: Right. You know, and it it is interesting how they think differently. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I think she is a millennial, but Mackenzie Scott, who is the, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, you know, she got gazillions of dollars, billions, and immediately started giving it away, you know, and, and of course, all the men went, "Ah!" you know, I'm, you know, she could give away 90% of her fortune and still live incredibly comfortably the rest of her life. Um, but but she she did have that different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that, you know, this this money is great, but let's see how we can use it to to help others. Well, and there have been studies that show that
1: once women become wealthy mm-hmm. in their traditional sense, mm-hmm. they give it away. Right. Yeah, And that's why I want to help women become wealthy. And we'll talk Mm -hmm. about the concept of wealth in just a minute. But as women become wealthy, we can heal the world
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we use money in a different way Mm -hmm. than men
0: do. Right. Right. You know, and and we do want to make sure that we're taken care of. I mean, you know, we, we love mother Teresa, but we're not all going to be like that. (laughs) I I still want my creature comforts and they might be a little higher than others. I mean, you know, and, and, but then at the same point, it is okay. Now that I have that taken care of, what can I do?
1: Right. Um, Melinda Gates wrote a book Mm -hmm. and I meant to look it up before I got on here. (laughs) I forgot the title. But she has helped so many people in Africa. And she said, Mm -hmm. as soon as women and girls Mm -hmm. are released from that daily need to uh, Mm -hmm. get water that Mm -hmm. takes most of the day Mm -hmm. or cook the food, Mm -hmm. that they immediately want more education. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They immediately start Mm -hmm. helping others. And then they also start small businesses, right? Mm -hmm. There's this huge untapped potential Mm -hmm. in women that is just it's coming out now. I mean, Mm -hmm. i believe we're on a a
0: surge, a tidal wave. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, let's be honest. I think the pandemic has made us think about this even more. Yes. Partially because we look at it and we go, you know, okay, here we have X, we have the, the vaccine, whether you want it or not, we have the vaccine. And in all of these other countries, which would love it, they don't have it. And not only do they not have it, they don't have the resources to actually disseminate it, once, you know, if they were to even mm-hmm. get it, mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting I, through, you know, I've, there've been uh, many ways through the years that I have, have watched things like this. um You know, I, I uh used to be part of an organization in Colorado where we gave micro loans, like mm-hmm. under a thousand dollars. Right. And, and, and they had to be given to a woman who was starting a business in an underdeveloped country. Mm-hmm. And that thousand dollars was probably about the equivalent of at least a $10,000 loan in the States, if not more. And it was incredible to see what they did with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, 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 you know, and, and it was, it really, it really was just one of those things. It was like, Oh my gosh. And you're right, you know, they immediately start thinking about other things like education, you know, and, and, and things that we take for granted. I mean, you know, clean water. I mean, that just, that's, that's one of those things that we all go, really? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a big thing. So you just reminded me of a quote that I heard, and I can't cite the source, but women, excuse me, men accomplish, mm-hmm. women become. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, kind of summarizes the differences. Right. Men view and value themselves mm-hmm. by their outward accomplishments, mm-hmm. whether it's in their bank account or the right. company they built, or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's more outward, which mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not criticized. Right. Oh yeah. And I always love to say masculine energy is uh, like a mountain. Mm-hmm. Men say, "I'm going to reach that summit," and then mm-hmm. they do what they need to do, execute, right. strategize, they get to the, the, the summit. Climb up that mountain and mm-hmm. they get to the summit. But what do they do at the top of the summit? They plant oh, their flag. <laughs> plant their flag. But oh, there's another summit over right. there. Must be over one. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's their outward energy creating mm-hmm. and accomplishing, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. But when women fall into that and forget their mm-hmm. feminine mm-hmm. becoming energy, mm-hmm. That's when you kind of lose a piece of yourself. And that's what I lived through mm-hmm. and have now come back around mm-hmm. and have balanced the two. Mm-hmm. If you think of female energy, feminine energy, it's more like water. Mm-hmm. It flows. It's fluid. Mm-hmm. It may not. Uh, it's not linear mm-hmm. at all. Right. It wanders. <laughs> and, and that's probably what drives men crazy because mm-hmm. they're like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> And to women, it's so clear, but to a man who wants something perhaps more linear and connected, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. So Mm -hmm. what does that do with money? Just to bring it back to money. Mm -hmm. Um, Women tend to, uh, if something doesn't go right or as expected, you want to know what
0: men do with that? They blame it on somebody else. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And Mm -hmm. women turn it inward. Right. What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. I didn't do this right. I'm not mm-hmm. smart enough. I didn't check this out. I I messed up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when you do that with money decisions,
2: mm-hmm. it
0: just puts the woman into a tighter and smaller mm-hmm. box because you don't trust yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Because we're waiting to, to make our next mistake or we don't want to make our next mistake.
1: We don't. We mm-hmm. get frozen. Mm-hmm. Or we're waiting for outside validation. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you right now you don't need outside validation right. to be mm-hmm. wealthy. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You know, and, and we do the same thing with successes. You know, if if something is successful, the guy goes, yeah, yeah, pat myself on the back. You know. And women go and I, I fall victim to this. Well, I shouldn't say victim. I do this all the time. I'm like, oh, it was because of great teamwork, you know, and, and, and what we need to do is, com- at, like we were saying, combine those two. You know, I was a great leader leading a great team. Exactly. And that's another
1: aspect. Thank you for bringing that up. Women are more collaborative Mm -hmm. and relationship oriented. Mm -hmm. And so in the corporate world, I'm sure people have experienced that when they're Mm -hmm. having women on the team or they're put in charge of a team of women, Mm -hmm. there's more collaboration and support. Mm -hmm. Of course, it can go negative as Mm -hmm. well if one or more of the women are competitive.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. And, and let's be honest, we can be, you know, there's there's Absolutely. a reason why, you know, you, you have cat fights and things like that. Right. So
1: male energy is more um, competitive mm-hmm. and it's, uh, you know, I want to be better than you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's climbing that mountain mm-hmm. faster. And so men can learn a lot from women and women can learn a lot from men. But mm-hmm. there's a balance point.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, and and to me it it always and and this is partially just because i i love sports it it, it always comes back to a sports analogy for me you know men are you know they they're in it to win it they're um you know it's and now they might say teamwork i mean you know because they know but typically you have a, an outstanding player on whatever sport it is if there's more than two people right um you know and 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 then if they lose they're like, yeah, yeah, and they whack each other on the back and they and they all go have a beer. <laughs> women are, you know, they they might do all those same things, but of course if they lose, oh, do we hold grudges. And 20 years later we're like, you screwed that up. And you know, and I think that's that is one of the problems that we have too. A guy a guy goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't do that again. And the women, you know, think on it and they fester and they remember it.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, that is a downside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to just um, explain very quickly the concept of wealth.
0: Right. What is the difference between the the two?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Wealth. Um, a lot of people don't know this, and I was surprised to find this out. Mm-hmm. The word wealth mm-hmm. comes from an old English word. Ah. Yeah, and there's two different spellings of it. It's wheel W E A L mm-hmm. or W E L E. And the, those two words in mm-hmm. Old English don't mean money in the bank account.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It has a much broader meaning. Right. And it means well being. Mm. So when you look at wealth mm-hmm. as well being, mm-hmm. it encompasses your mental capacity, mm-hmm. your mental aspects, your physical, mm-hmm. your emotional, and your spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so women are more I believe in my work I've seen this mm-hmm. once they see that wealth is a broader concept mm-hmm. than just how much money they're making or how much they've accumulated mm-hmm. it's like this burden is lifted mm-hmm. because they no longer have to conform to that standard set by men right the well-being concept fits in with mm-hmm. feminine energy mm-hmm. and who we're becoming mm-hmm. So if you look at those four areas, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, mm-hmm. and kind of just sit with it and say, what is it that I need in each area? Mm-hmm. That's a much better come from mm-hmm. than, oh, I need to get, you know, this certification or that mm-hmm. thing done so I can make more money. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the doingness is not going to give you the being, right? And that's one other concept that I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. share that I've realized since I started this work. Um, the the world today, we are bombarded with consumerism, mm-hmm. with buy this and right. it's going to change you into mm-hmm. that.
0: You know, do this and you're going to become... We're that. about to go into the holiday season. So all of the commercials, especially yeah. geared towards children, are going to be... Oh, it, it,
1: it's it's just, yeah. So it's kind of gotten out of hand, as mm-hmm. everyone can imagine. but. What that consumerism does, we start to think that's the solution. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. That's when I'm going to be happy. And it's a trick of the ego.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it really is. Right. Because the ego wants you to continually be striving for something. Mm-hmm. The ego, when you are, um, and I'm a mindfulness and meditation teacher, mm-hmm. when you become present, mm-hmm. your ego disappears. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the egos, but I got to do this, got to mm-hmm. do that, got you
2: know. to beat them,
1: got to beat them, got to beat them. Exactly. And it's a beat. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. we live in a very consumer-oriented society mm-hmm. that keeps beating that drum. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happens over time, if you don't step back, I call it uh, spiritual amnesia. Mm-hmm. You forget who you really are.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you do. And mm-hmm. you think it's all this outward stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you get the outward stuff, the the house, the car, mm-hmm. the promotion, the spouse, whatever, mm-hmm. and you say, oh, that didn't do it. Right. Yeah. And and so
0: then you're striving for the next step. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So
1: I call that formula the, the world's creation formula. Mm-hmm. You do first, then you have, and then you'll be happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do, have, be. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized is I want to be first. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I'll use that to mm-hmm. to formulate my next steps, mm-hmm. and then I'll have whatever I have right. right. And once I switched that mm-hmm. to focus on being mm-hmm. and then doing and then
0: having be mm-hmm. do have, it's it's transformational, mm-hmm. right, yeah, you know, and that half part still could be having a lot of whatever oh, it is. Um, but you have it for, for a different reason. Right. Because when you're using the world's formula of mm-hmm. do have B, mm-hmm. that's when the ego really messes right. you up. And that B keeps moving. I mean, that's exactly. the hard part.
1: Right. Because you're not coming, you can be abundant right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your circumstances are. Mm-hmm. And I could take us through a quick meditation on that mm-hmm. if you want, but it's, it's a, it's an internal connection and energetic mm-hmm. being, right? You can be prosper, prosperous right mm-hmm. now. You can be happy right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter on the external it's who you are internally.
0: Right. Right. You know, and that is hard, you know, when we're caring for family, you know, when, when we're thinking, oh my gosh have i made enough for retirement i mean all of those various things and and you know and and everybody has those voices that that are going in their heads you know and i don't care if you're 18 or if you're 80 um male or female you know those voices are always there um you know it's just different levels and you know how noisy are they or how helpful are, are they
1: well and yes thank you that's very important and those voices or your thoughts mm-hmm. Thoughts don't have any power unless you attach to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And thoughts are energy. So just Mm -hmm. think about that. If you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I am so stupid. I'm ignorant. I Mm -hmm. haven't made anything. I'm Mm -hmm. 40 years old. What's the matter with Mm me? What's that going to produce? You're sending that energy out. Mm But if you can reach a point where you started a meditation practice mm-hmm. where you have learned to be more mindful during the day mm-hmm. and watch what you think mm-hmm. or change it mm-hmm. and absolutely don't speak it because mm-hmm. as soon as you speak it, you've given it power. Right. You can shift that whole thing, mm-hmm. even though your out your external circumstances mm-hmm. haven't changed. Right. But once you've made that shift to being mm-hmm. po- something positive, something based on love, not mm-hmm. fear, your external world
0: mm-hmm. changes. Right, right. You know, and it is hard. Um, you know, we're, we're not saying that you can just go, oh, let's do this today. No. Um, because we, you know, like we were saying, we were brought up this way. And all of the outside forces, um, you know, I, I get a kick out of watching TV sometimes and, you know, I, I, it, watching even just, you know, the commercials for, for some shows, you know, that the, the housewives of wherever, okay. every one of those come out on. I, yeah, see, I'm like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> you know, there's so many things about that that I think, you know, first of all, you know, I'm I'm one of those people. Why would I want a house? that has 13 bathrooms, think of all the cleaning. Well, of course, you know, the rational hit part of me says, okay, you hire that done. You, you know, but at the same point, it's like, I'm sorry, why do you need a house with 13 bathrooms or you know a bowling alley in it? And would that be fun? Sure. But I can just as easily trot down and rent the shoes and do all of those various things at my local place while I'm supporting a local business. Um, but you know, it's, but I look at those things and I think, you know, how is it that, and, and it really does just baffle me that for some people that's, and but they are the ones that they want more, they want more, they want more, um, you know, and, and again, I realize these are television programs and those cameras stop and they're probably totally different people. I really hope they are totally different people, um, but it's also, you know, there are so many people that look at that and go, that's what I have to do and be. And that's not the standard, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it looks like it's the standard everybody acts like it's mm-hmm. the standard you get to decide mm-hmm. what money means to you right right and money is neutral until you give mm-hmm. it meaning right and power yeah oh yeah exactly mm-hmm. so that's how i help my clients shift their relationship with mm-hmm. money um they learn their sacred money archetypes hmm which is a really interesting concept. I mm-hmm. also call them money personalities, okay. like mm-hmm. the word archetype. Mm-hmm. But archetype, all that means is a general collection of characteristics okay. that people recognize. So mm-hmm. who do you think of when you hear the word hero? Oh, my, uh, a police officer. Okay. I mean, the, and then if you went down and described that mm-hmm. person and why they you thought they mm-hmm. were a hero, that's an archetype. hmm you know, who do you think of as a nurturer? You mentioned Mother Teresa. Right. Mm-hmm. That's an archetype. Mm-hmm. So archetype is just one of those words that has been around a long time mm-hmm. and maybe gotten a little bit of the bashing. Mm-hmm. But money mm-hmm. archetypes, mm-hmm. it is true. There's mm-hmm. eight personalities, eight, mm-hmm. and each one has mm-hmm. a gift, has several gifts, challenges, mm-hmm. and strengths. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do with my clients is help them recognize what archetype they are. Mm-hmm. And then they start seeing, oh, that's why I do mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. Right. Or that's why I didn't do mm-hmm. that. And so bringing that awareness helps you separate from your behavior. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that hasn't been helping you mm-hmm. or serving you, you can change it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You know, and, and it's, it, it this is a fascinating discussion because you know, we do go through all of this. You know, we have all of that. And it's funny, you know, we talk about that little voice. Well, that little voice is also telling us this isn't right. You know, we're not being authentic to ourselves. You know, when uh, you know, when when we're trying to to be, you know, the latest, greatest, have the latest, greatest, make the most money. You know, that little voice is in there going, yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but, and we just, you know, push that poor little voice down, Um, you know, and, and so it's, it's interesting because I think we do realize, and, and let's be honest, I think for many men, they're also doing that same thing. You know, they want to get off of that hamster wheel, that gerbil wheel, you know, that, the, the, whatever it is and enjoy life. Right. And,
1: and I'm sure you've seen the news reports that, you know, since the pandemic upended everything, mm-hmm. More people are leaving their jobs right. because they realized they weren't that's not mm-hmm. who they wanted to right. be
2: anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, of course, it's caused this mm-hmm. labor shortage. Mm-hmm. Um, but as people discover who mm-hmm. they are and what they want to mm-hmm. accomplish in that energy, mm-hmm. that's what helps raise mm-hmm. everyone. If mm-hmm. you're authentic and you're mm-hmm. doing what you are meant to do, mm-hmm. you're going to help the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's also why a lot of people don't want to go back into the office. You know, they discovered that they can accomplish so much more when they're working from home. Um, You know, and and yeah, there are reasons to go back into an office, at least in a a hybrid perspective, because we do feed off of others direct energy. I mean, it's really hard to to feed off of somebody's energy when they're that little screen in the corner, Um, you know, and and those those quick conversations around the coffee machine sometimes are the, the greatest things in the world but we also discover hey you know what to not have a 2 hour commute to you know be able to work just for 6 hours but because i'm focusing on it i you know i i can just do 6 hours and not have to do 8 and you know what i could stop and walk the dog in the middle play with my child i mean all of those various things and we've definitely seen that pushback where you know employers who have said you've got to come back <laughs> they're like no don't think so <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, and again, that's just a shift. It'll balance out. We're just still in that transition. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, and and I, you know, I give it probably another year to before we kind of kind of settle down and, and figure out what it's gonna be. And, and obviously that depends on what keeps happening with, with various things. Um, but but yeah, I think companies are really gonna discover. You know, we don't have to 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 you know have everybody right under our thumb at, at all points in time. Um, you know, and and, and if you had that employee, well then you shouldn't have that employee. You know, the I was listening to the radio the other day and and I get my news from the radio. I refuse to watch news on TV. Um and so of course I get my news in like 30 second snippets. Um, but they were talking about the fact that, you know,
2: the
0: this I'm gonna call it a spyware program, but it's not you know, it's 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 not like a malware thing. It's it's a, an employer spying on their employee, and I mean, it's their computer. They can do what they want with it. Um, you know, but counting keystrokes, checking to see what they're doing with it, all of those things. I'm sorry, if you're having to do that, then you shouldn't have them as an employee. You know, it it clearly means you don't trust them. Um, right. you know, and and so it doesn't matter if they're in the office and you can be peering over their shoulder. Or if they're at their home, um, you know, and and so that was that was just baffling to me. But but yeah, I think we are going to discover that, and and I think we've seen this. People have gone, wow, I can spend more time with my family doing all of these other things, whatever it is. I mean, it might be that you know they spend more time reading, yeah, you know, whatever, when they're working from home, and then then having to to go into an office every day. Yeah,
1: and again, I think it's a balance. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I enjoy being around people. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh, I miss people. Oh. I do. I totally miss people. Mm-hmm. I was involved in a lot of women's networking groups and we right. met, you know, once mm-hmm. a month and I was the leader standing at the front of the mm-hmm. room. That mm-hmm. was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And all that just went away. Mm-hmm. So finding find something else mm-hmm. to satisfy that. Mm-hmm. Because I do think we we gain a lot mm-hmm. by being physically present mm-hmm.
0: with right. other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But that comes back to that discussion about wealth. You know, your wealth might have just improved because you can spend more time with your kids or your dog or your book or whatever it is.
1: But it comes back to your perspective. Mm -hmm. If I'm pining for the way things used to be, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to feel wealthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to feel what's the opposite? Poor. I was thinking, what is the opposite of wealthy? Well, or there's scarcity, there's Mm -hmm. lack, I'm missing something. Mm -hmm. But you have to shift your energy, shift your focus, Mm -hmm. go inside Mm -hmm. and say, well, these are the things Mm I feel abundant about. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel grateful. This is who I am Mm -hmm. now. And I'll look for more opportunities Mm -hmm. to be that.
0: Right, right. You know, and... and and to have those balancing thoughts, you know, yes, I miss being with people. And I still have those opportunities here in Atlanta. You know, they, they've gone back to in-person networking and have had for, for over a year, all of these various things. But I also look at it and go, hmm, I'm not sure it's worth risking my health for um, because I am in one of those special categories. Um, you know, and, and so yeah, it's like, OK, you know, I'll just do all my networking online. So I'm shifting to how can I really expand that online networking? Um, but at the same point, you know, I'm getting ready to, to go to a big dog show, big dog show, silly thing. Um, but we're going to have over 200 people there. And I'm so excited to see everybody. I mean, it's just people, people. Now, you know, I'm probably going to say no, no huggy, no touchy, no, you know, all of those things. But at the same point, just to be back in a room with people again is, is so much fun.
1: Well, and Deb, you just brought up a great point. You recognize that maybe I don't need to go to the networking events mm-hmm. like I used to, mm-hmm. but you don't feel bad about that right. decision.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You you checked in, mm-hmm. said, what do I need? Mm-hmm. I need to protect mm-hmm. me right now, my health. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. I'm going to focus on another way to mm-hmm. get um, the goal accomplished. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah. And it's just, it's that empowerment of mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. If that's what's good for you, that's Mm -hmm. what's good for you, Mm -hmm. right? And there's no judgment or criticism. Mm -hmm. It's just that's Mm -hmm. what's good for you,
0: right? Now here's the funny thing: saved me a whole bunch of money by not doing that. Um, You know, because when you attend those, now I I still support those organizations. I'm still a member because I think that's very important to support your local business communities. But by not paying the, you know, I belong to four groups, just by not paying those monthly. Mm -hmm. Meeting attendance of you know fifteen to thirty dollars, right? You know every uh, that saved a lot of money. Um, you figure you know not the wear and tear on cars. Now you know I did miss that tax deduction of all that mileage, um. But but yeah, you know it's just and I mean there's so many things to to balance it out with. I mean you know my running joke is this way I don't have to put on shoes, um. You know and and so we've we've saved that way too, right? Um. So yeah, it is. It's just you know what what makes us tick and and what's going to give us at the end of the day the feeling of today was a good day. Exactly. Exactly. And
1: that's where I really appreciate um learning mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know, mindfulness is the ability to be present in the moment mm-hmm. and not judge it. Right. That's my definition mm-hmm. of mindfulness.
2: Yeah. Just it just took
1: out it took mm-hmm. me a while to be to get to that. Mm-hmm. And so no, here's a here's a a, a hack or a mm-hmm. trick that's mm-hmm. really good. So, if you if you think about how you feel when you're in fear, mm-hmm. just watch the news every night and mm-hmm. you will feel fear. That's mm-hmm. all they, Right. It doesn't matter
0: fear. what the story is. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. But feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. Think about where it lands in your body. Mm-hmm. For me, it's my gut. It's mm-hmm. my right. stomach.
2: Right. The
0: pit of your stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just
1: I know that. So, when you notice you're in fear, mm-hmm. your body is telling you something. Mm-hmm. And here's the important thing. Your mind typically habitually projects mm-hmm. either into the future
2: mm-hmm.
1: or it retreats into the past.
0: Right. Yeah. And oh, this so, happened to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so your body, <clears throat> excuse me, is always in the present. hmm so mindfulness to me is also bringing that mind mm-hmm. presence mm-hmm. into your body presence, mm-hmm. and when you can do that, and you recognize that, oh, mm-hmm. I was just thinking fearful thoughts, then you can use there's various breathing techniques mm-hmm. to move those chemicals through your right. body,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because your body, being in the present moment, is always going to look mm-hmm. for flight or fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Or be at peace. Yeah, and if you're thinking fearful thoughts, mm-hmm. guess what? That's going to mm-hmm. do your body. You're going right. to trigger cortisol. Mm-hmm. You're going to trigger um, mm-hmm. adrenaline. Mm-hmm. That whole cascade of mm-hmm. physical reactions. Mm-hmm. And so, use your body almost like a divining rod mm-hmm. to know when you're in fear mm-hmm. or love.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and 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 things just as simple as deep breathing and and things like that um, can can help. You know, it's it, there was it was it was funny. You know, several months ago actually, I guess, yeah. well, it would have been pre-pandemic. You know, I have uh, treatments for cancer and and I have to go in every 21 days. And, and, you know, and so I had these two ladies on either side of me. And one of them was supporting one political candidate and the other one was supporting the other (laughs) political candidate. And man, they were bickering and I'm in the middle going. (laughs) Um, And before I can leave, before anybody can leave, they take your blood pressure. You know, they need to make sure that, you know, that you're okay to get up and walk around. And so they took my blood pressure and it was high. I mean, it was high. It was just because of all of that ninging that was going on around me. And so I said, Give me a minute. And so I closed my eyes and by then they'd stopped. And so that helped. But I closed my eyes and I just focused on breathing deeply, not thinking about those two ladies bickering. And Took me five minutes and I brought my my blood pressure down to normal. Um, But, you know, but it was, it was that mindfulness. It was the, okay, let's get back to here and think about what I can do here. Um, You know, and and it really was just deep breathing. And it was so funny because the nurse was like, wow, like you just are now learning this.
1: (laughs) Well, I congratulate you on your awareness and I would have changed seats. Yeah,
0: it's that's really complicated, you know, know. but but yeah, you know, it's just and, and, you know, and and it was it was interesting because, you know, I mean, you obviously the political you just got way out of hand in in a lot of things. But, you know, I just but there were several times I just wanted to say, ladies, shut up. (laughs) But I didn't. I mean, you know, it just and I'm sure it was. It really was like two minutes worth of arguing and I, you know, it, it seemed much longer, but yeah, it was yeah. just very, you know, and, and, but yeah, I mean, it, it's like you said, it's that mindfulness, it's right. the bringing us back, the, the, you know, toning everything out and really thinking, okay, right now is what I need to be thinking about, not worrying about, but thinking about. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's a great story. I love it.
0: You know, it's 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 interesting what we can do. Um, you know, I've I've had a couple of people on the program who have been hypno who are hypnotherapists, mm-hmm. and you know, and and just all of those things. You know, and and obviously several people talking about meditation and, and things, and and you know, we know how powerful our minds are, but we you know, like you were saying, you know, we get that feeling in the pit of our stomach, and we let that just run amok with us.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people are doing that right now. Mm-hmm. So I hope whoever's listening to mm-hmm. this feels calmer, right. feels more in control. Mm-hmm. And just look online for mindfulness breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. It's There's so much information
2: mm-hmm. on it. Right.
1: A quick one that I use is called um, 16 seconds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You breathe in for four seconds. Mm-hmm. You hold it for four. Mm-hmm. You exhale slowly for four mm-hmm and hold it for four. Mm -hmm. And if you do three to five rounds of that, it takes you out Mm -hmm. of fear. It Mm -hmm. does. Your breath is the connection Mm -hmm. between your mind Mm -hmm. and your heart. Mm -hmm. And it helps calm your body, because we think we feel fear. So Oh, it must be true. Mm
0: -hmm. It's in my body. I know it. Yeah, we're that deer in headlights. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. just the it's the hormones and your physical reaction Mm -hmm. to a perceived Mm -hmm. threat. And Mm -hmm. we don't have saber tooth tigers running after right. us. Anymore. Mm-hmm. They're all in our minds. Mm-hmm. So just think about that. Your thoughts mm-hmm. are creating your fear. Mm-hmm. So learn to change your thoughts, mm-hmm. recognize them, bring yourself back to, mm-hmm. to center mm-hmm. and then say, well, what can I do right yeah. now? What right. is it that's important mm-hmm. right now? Or mm-hmm. whatever the question is that brings you mm-hmm. back.
0: Right. Yeah. Because just taking that pause is enough to, to like you said, calm us down. Mm-hmm. And and we're not thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? And you know, even and and I think part of it is if you're doing those breathing exercises, you're focusing on counting. And when you're focusing on counting, you know, you're you're not doing something else. And and so that that kind of puts us at, at, at ease also.
2: Yes. So oh my helps.
0: gosh, Catherine! This okay. has been just absolutely fascinating. We could go on and on and on, and and so we just have to have you on again because this would be a, a great dis- you know discussion to continue. But tell us, okay, first of all, hold up the book. Let us okay. let us see the book again. Yeah, um, and and so again, the book is called The Money Tree. Transform Scarcity Thinking to Empowered Wealth Consciousness. And it can be found on Amazon, of course. Nice. Um, but you know, tell us more about how people contact you and, and the services that you provide. Right. Well, first of all, go buy the book. <laughs> it's a great it's book. A- I read it. It's good. It's a it's a fun story mm-hmm. and it is a parable. Push. I like parables. We learn from parables. We do,
1: we do. There's a reason why Jesus taught in parables. Mm-hmm. Um, we're wired for that. Our brains mm-hmm. are wired to remember things in context mm-hmm. and stories.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what I try to do. I've written uh, several other books, but mm-hmm. I have to say I had so much fun writing the Money Tree. I bet. Um, it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was a little depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, everything just stopped. Mm-hmm. Everything was so uncertain. Right. And us little and social butterflies were not doing well. No. Mm-hmm. And after about two weeks of that, I'm like, I can't, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. So every morning I just started writing this story. And it's it's um it it will show you money in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. You'll see money from a totally different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that viewpoint carries through when you to put the book down Mm -hmm. and go back to life. Mm -hmm. So people can find me at Mm empoweredway.com. That's my main website, Mm -hmm. but I'm also on, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram.
0: I think that's it. (laughs) I know you can only be in so many places. I know.
1: But what I'm really excited about right now, um, I have been writing a a long article every day or Mm -hmm. almost every day. Ah. And it's published on Medium. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Mm medium.com, um, you can read some of my articles, but there's also a little membership you can buy. It's $50 a year, Ah,
2: but mm -hmm. there
1: are so many fantastic writers on that platform. I never heard of that. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, Mm Medium.com.
0: So anyway. Very cool. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I, we didn't really talk about the book, but the book is great. Um, it's, it's, it, it had, um, like you said, it, it's, it's a story that you know we can learn from that we can all relate to, um, you know. That was the the thing is we all go, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but- I
1: like to say, Deb, it's like having your own spiritual money tree,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and, and and of course I loved that it was you know, from a Celtic symbol and and all of those things. Um, you know, that that always I, I love. But but yeah, you know, we, we don't want to give too much away and you know, and, and because we want people to read the book. But it, it and it's it's a quick read, folks. This isn't, you know, something that's that's gonna be, you know, you're you're reading for six or seven hours or more. You know, it's it's a quick read because it really is it's a story that's just a little story that you go, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And just know when you buy the book, I created an online course that's a companion to it. Mm-hmm. And you'll get the code to take the course for mm-hmm. free once you buy the book. Okay. Very So cool. that's just my way of saying thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, and for anyone, I mean, if you are having these thoughts of, yeah. <laughs> you know, when it comes to money, when it comes to wealth, um, you know, it's it's a it's great. And and like I said at the very, very start, who isn't, you know, and, and again, I don't care if you're 18 or 80, you're thinking, oh my gosh, about the point where you go to pay bills or you know, all of those things, you're thinking, Ack! um, you know, and and so you know, it's it's great to have a resource like Catherine to be able to to work through those thoughts and and calm yourself.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My mission is to raise this wealth consciousness. Mm -hmm. So you heal your money wounds. Mm -hmm. You move past those stories that you've carried with you forever. And you step into your abundance Mm -hmm. because you are abundant right now.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are in what stage of
1: your life you are. If you're breathing, if you're here on this planet, you are
0: abundant. Mm -hmm. Right. I love it. Well, do you have any other, that was a great final thought, but do you have any other final thoughts you want to leave us with? Um, just thank you so much, Deb, you're
1: a wonderful conversationalist. I've really enjoyed this. And I just hope you got some nugget from mm-hmm. this conversation because we we kind of went from one to the other, mm-hmm. but the underlying theme of it all is that you are worthy. You mm-hmm. are meant to be here and you have gifts to share.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, I have been having a delightful conversation with Katherine Erickson. I am Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day.
2: Tune in for our next program for even more
0: trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C Suite Network.